This podcast is very proudly brought to you by my new book, From Peasants Food to Superfoods. This book is based on cooking for the entire family and it guides cooks from all experiences on how to integrate healthy foods into everyday life. I know it's easy to stick to the same old things every week with a family to feed and a budget to stick to, but eating nutritious and delicious food every night is achievable and affordable. Learning how to use, prepare, and incorporate new and old ingredients into tasty and exciting food is what I love doing. So I have put this book together. It's over 300 pages. There's over 100 simple, nutritious recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts. Most of it's gluten-free, dairy-free. It's very gut-healing, very anti-inflammatory, and I hope that you will love it as much as I have, putting it together and (laughs) bringing it to life. So if you would like to check it out, learn more, or order it, jump online at www.mgherbs.com.au. And thanks for bringing us the podcast today. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist, and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. Today on the cast, I have a guest all the way from Costa Rica. Levi Barker is a traditional iboga provider, and he's going to tell us all about what that means and how he got into it. And I'm really excited to learn more about this, Levi, because it's something that I don't really know about. And I think that the listeners will be really interested in. So welcome to the podcast and thanks for your time today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it very much. So um, I asked you before we started if I'm pronouncing it correctly because in your bio there was a few words that I wasn't familiar with, but you said there was a couple of ways to say iboga. Yeah, iboga or iboga. Iboga does sound nicer. Uh, Us Australians tend to make things sound yucky. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people do, you know, uh, with English, yeah, say say iboga. And so, yeah, you know, the, the... Alkali that's maybe even more popular than iboga, ibogaine, people almost uh, exclusively say ibogaine. So, it, you know, iboga is kind of the more, that's how they say it in Africa as well, iboga. Sounds prettier anyway. And um, you said you're originally from California, but obviously based in Costa Rica now. And I read that you've had the wellness um, center for like seven years. Yeah. So the wellness center has been uh going for about six and a half now, I believe. And so I've been here for the last four and a half. Uh, it was started by a gentleman and a mentor and a dear friend of mine, Gary Cook. And uh, he, uh, yep, he, he's had it since, since the beginning, although in the beginning it was uh, much less popular. So now it's just, now just Iboga is starting to come out and be known as uh, the tool that it is. Yeah, cool. Um, I'd love to know more about it. So um, maybe start with what is it? Like, tell, tell us about it. Yeah, so at the, you know, the, the very, I guess you could almost say root of it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a West African uh, plant that comes from the rainforest. So, you know, after the Amazon um, in West Central Africa, Gabon, uh, Cameroon, the Congo area, that's actually the second largest rainforest in the world. So it's a rainforest shrub. Um, it, you know, it doesn't get real big, maybe a meter or so for, mm-hmm. for an older one or even a meter and a half, but, but it's not a real big plant. A lot of them that I've seen have been, you know, maybe a half meter or so tall or, uh, so somewhere around there. So it's not real huge. And, and so, yeah, somewhere along the lines, the pygmies were the first ones to discover 
its properties. And, um, and so they, they kept Iboga secret for quite a long time and they developed different rituals and um, different uses for it, both physical and spiritual to use the plant. And then at some point they started teaching some of the people, um, you know, some of the other, the other Africans that weren't, you know, uh, based living in the, in the forest. And so, uh, out of that grew several different traditions, um, working around Iboga, Iboga, or there's three main ones and, and art are, and, and those are called Bwiti, B-W-I-T-I. And so at least in our Bwiti, which is called Masoko Bwiti, Iboga is used as a healing tool and also as a tool to navigate and understand life. Mm. And so it's a very old tradition and a lot of wisdom has come from the plant that's been passed down from generation to generation. And so our teacher named uh, Moginda Mikala originally was one of the first, if not the first, Bwiti to bring Iboga to the West and actually um, you know, have, have a lot of people work with the medicine. I'm sure there's been some other Bwiti that have, you know, uh, brought in some Iboga over, but he was the first to come over and, uh, actually start, you know, uh, allow Westerners to work with the medicine in a traditional way. And he did that for quite a long time. And, um, maybe about 11 years ago or so, he started a place called Iboga House that was in Costa Rica. And so that's where I met Gary from Iboga Wellness. And that's where we all, that's where we, uh, you know, got our, got our training for how to work with this medicine. Yeah, cool. It's quite rare to have a practitioner just work with one herbal medicinal plant um, it's here in Australia anyway. Like, is that common? Well, with yeah, with iboga, it, it, it is um, just it's it's can be used for so many things. Um, okay. You know, there's some, of course, some cases, especially different physical things. You know, where other plants would be preferred, but mm. for most of the things that we deal with in the West, that say that are non-physical, although it can be used for a lot of physical things as well. But you know, just a lot of anxiety and you know, depression going around and a lot of trauma. And so it's really, you know, as far as I've experienced, the ultimate tool for those things. Yeah, cool. So because it's like so versatile and using it in so many different ways, you can kind of, um, I guess, harness its power in lots of different ways and therefore you don't really need it. But also you can get to know that plant um, to its full ability if you're just working with one thing. Like, for me, like I know in my dispensary, I have maybe 50 or 60 different herbs and sometimes, yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, I've seen much bigger dispensaries than mine. And, um, sometimes you forget about a poor little lonely herb that would have been perfect for that client, but you know, herbs overlap and they all, they all do similar things to some degree within their categories. And so you might just forget about one or two and and then, you know, you run, run low and you see that and you're like, oh, that one, that one's really great for that. I could have used it for that person. And so sometimes having too many herbs, um, you know, you can forget about them and it can be like a bit overwhelming. So just focusing on one, I'd imagine that you get to know it really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a very deep relationship. And, you know, within the tradition, um, you know, if, if uh, they want to know, if they want to be guided to another plant that that can be used for some sort of ailment that maybe iboga isn't the best option mm. you know they they definitely take iboga and um you know 
they, they'll definitely get information on what plants can be used for whatever a person's dealing with. I know our teacher says he, uh, he knows, you know, in the, in the Gabonese rainforest, there are over 2,000 different plants and herbs. Wow. And I can hear that you have such a respect for it. Um, you talk about plants the way that I do, um, almost as if they're people, they have, you know, their own, um, you know, characteristics and personalities. Uh, so tell us a bit about what you're doing with it at the center. What are you using a burger for? So, yeah, so it's, um, you know, what most people may have heard of Iboga for or Ibogaine is it's, it's the only thing in the world that will actually take away the physical aspects of an opiate withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been known for that for, for quite a while. But now what people are, are, you know, words getting out that it's also just a very powerful tool for things like letting go of the past, um, you know, understanding our direction in life and what the next move is for us. Um, it's really, really good for people that deal with depression and anxiety or, uh, you know, PTSD type things or sexual trauma, OCD type issues, um, any non-drug addiction, you know, whether that's an uh, eating disorder or, you know, mm. sex or porn. So it's, it's really a tool to, to, you know, get rid of, you know, bad habits and bad ways that we treat ourselves. Mm. And so, yeah, people come from all over the world to, to, uh, yeah, let go of things that they know they don't want to carry around anymore. You're talking about both like physical and spiritual healing and also you can definitely um, do both of those at once and often need to do both of those at once. And so I'd imagine it's quite um, a, a big healing process, like a big medicinal power um, and having a wellness center. Do people come and stay? Yeah. So people come for uh, seven nights, eight days whenever they come, they come here. Some, you know, occasionally somebody will come for two or sometimes even three of those Mm -hmm. sessions, but typically one of them, you're going to have plenty, plenty of to work, you know, plenty to work with for at least the next couple years. Cause it's going to, it's going to, you know, the, the unique thing about this medicine, it's not just the experience while you're here. It uh, really, you know, teaches you how to go after what you want in life. And so, you know, that, you know, for 90% of people that come here, just this, the one trip's enough. And, um, you know, like you didn't just come across this um, willy nilly. You had a really uh, personal story that you put in your bio actually to me and it really touched my heart because when you find something that works for you, you can then share that passion with other people and that healing power. Um, do you want to share a little bit about your story, Levi? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, like many people that, that end up finding Iboga, I was an opiate addict and so, you know, for good 10 years of my life from early 20s to early 30s, I had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of uh, just going back and forth between maybe having a little bit of clean time back to the opiates. And it went through various phases where it was really, really bad sometimes. And I kind of worked my way out of it. It wouldn't be so bad, but I could never fully get away. Mm -hmm. And uh, a friend of mine who, who is, uh, really into plant medicine and Chinese medicine 
I asked him if there was something that could help with that. And he told me about Iboga. And I remember when I heard um, that word Iboga, um, like when we hear, you know, maybe whenever, uh, you know, uh, being naturopath in your, in your, came into your consciousness, just, you know, something tugs at you. And, you know, we see in the bleeding anyways, is our curiosity as being a very powerful guide. So whenever we're curious about something, you know, our attention goes up and we know we need to pay attention to that. And so it was similar with Iboga whenever I, I, I heard that. And, uh, you know, yeah, long story short, I, I did a home detox, which we don't, definitely don't recommend, but I was uh, <laughs> at a spot where I was just willing to try, try anything. And so I, I had the medicine and, you know, about five days later had come out of the, the detox and no longer needed to use opiates. Wow. And that included the, the cravings. Um, you know, that one thing that even when I had stopped before, whether that was a traditional rehab or cold turkey, the cravings were always there. And for the first time in my life, they weren't there, which really uh, it surprised me and, and, and intrigued me. So from that first time I had that experience, I knew I wanted to, to work with Iboga. And um, yes, you know, we, we all go through our own healing process and learning process. And it wasn't my time, but um, maybe a year and a half after that detox, I met our teacher from that same dear friend that introduced me to Iboga. He had gone to our teacher's retreat, which was called Iboga House. And uh, I got to meet our teacher. And, you know, from that point on, I've been involved with Iboga, which was um, yeah, close, close to 11 years ago now. And, uh, yeah, it went, went through many years of training with, with our teacher, not, not full time, but I would go and see him several times a year and stay a couple of weeks and learn bits by bits over maybe five years or so. And then, yeah, I got a very clear call four and a half years ago to work with this medicine. And, you know, it's very, very powerful. It, it's, I mean, without a doubt, it's the most powerful thing that can be used for, for, um, you know, anybody dealing with opiate addiction or really any drug or alcohol addiction in, in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so now though, you know, like I mentioned, you know, the, the healing properties for all these other things that we deal with as humans is, um, coming into, into the Western consciousness. That's so cool. You've mentioned like a lot of traditional, um, evidence and I imagine that there's a supreme amount of anecdotal evidence in, within your, um, with, even just within your wellness center, um, something like St. John's Wort, for example, has like, um, you know, some pretty cool research on, um, quitting cigarettes or other addiction. And we use, like, I use Carva to help people come off different pain medications. Oh, yeah. Good. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Do, is there much research on a boga? Yeah, there definitely is. More of it comes, um, you know, more of that research is done with Ibogaine. And so, you know, we're different than, say, an Ibogaine clinic. You know, there's many more Ibogaine clinics out there, um, you know, and that's just more, more the scientific way to work with the medicine. You can get more exact with, you know, how pure the Ibogaine is, has the exact weight, weight of it. And so doctors and, and people in the medical field like to work with that better. So there's definitely quite a bit of research out there um, on Ibogaine. 
Um, you know, and there, there is some for, uh, with Iboga, but there's not a whole lot of, uh, research from it being used, say in a shamanic setting, kind of like yeah. we're doing here. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but we are, you know, one thing we're looking to, to, to spread, um, you know, kind of how we do things and it's not, you know, it's not full on in the Africa and the jungle, but it's not an Ibogaine <laughs> clinic either is, yeah, we're looking to do, um, a documentary later oh, this cool. year and, and be able to pre- present to people, you know, kind of how it works in this setting. Yeah. See somewhere in the, um, in the middle ground, which is probably a nice place to be for most herbal medicines. Um, do you know what I mean? Cause like they, sure. they don't always fit into, so say something like, you know, we use white willow as an example, which is what they make aspirin from, which they isolated the active in, you know, constituent or ingredient for aspirin. Um, but that has side effects in that form because it doesn't have all its other like buffers and stuff there. Is that similar to what you are explaining when you talk about Ibogaine? Um, to, to a degree. So, um, so you were saying white willow, do they, do they extract just a piece out of that and that's what they make aspirin out of? Yeah, correct. Interesting. Interesting. You know, they definitely have different properties, you know, and, and from us coming from a shamanic tradition, we want to work with the plant as it is in nature's form because yeah, we, yeah, we know there's, there's keys to nature and, and nature has an intelligence mm-hmm. that really is beyond us. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, we also see, you know, living things like plants or the ocean, um, you know, as having a spirit to them. And, and mm-hmm. so, we want people to have that spirit of the plant to be able to guide them. And, you know, we, with that said, we definitely get plenty of people here that uh, don't believe in spirit and, you know, don't, don't care to believe in spirit mm-hmm. and, the, and the medicine still, yeah. still works it for them. Sure <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's just really how you, you know, how you perceive the world and, you know, but we've definitely had many people come that, you know, a lot of engineers and, um, you know, people that are very, logical um never had an experience you know spiritually and definitely left uh with a with a changed uh viewpoint yeah it's that whole herb philosophy isn't it like using the plant as it is not not taking it into a lab and taking it apart and breaking it down and you know using specific parts of it because that's where the adverse effects come into play as well, which is probably why nature has made it that way. So that it's, um, like I said before, it's got, got these buffers to it. It's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Beautiful, yeah. And I noticed, have you got some events coming up later in the year? Um, we have the the documentary happening in in December, where we're we're trying to get a really well rounded group of people to come in to just so show how Iboga works for, you know, uh, you know, a, a bunch of things that we deal with in the West. So, you know, we're looking for somebody with depression, of course. Um, we have a veteran that's coming in. Um, Iboga is always also really powerful just for direction and what's the next move in life. So we get a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and business people as well. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to really represent, you know, um, the different people that come through here and allow people to, uh, to, you know, just, just see how, how well-rounded it is. So we have that. And then we have, yeah, retreats, um, all throughout the year. You know, we have a couple breaks through the year, but, um, yeah, we, 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 uh, 
definitely have a lot of retreats here in Costa Rica too. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Sorry about that, Callie. My daughter has um, decided to come and check out what I'm doing at home. Oh, no, no problem. Like, That's why I came over to this other the yeah. retreat house here because I got a, a little a couple months over two year old, my first one. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, Callie just turned two on uh, Sunday. Which, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Thanks. You too. It's she's going to start, gonna start huh? talking up a storm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now Levi, we'll put where people can grab you in the show notes, but, um, what, where's the best place for them to go? Yes. So definitely ebogawellness.com is our site and Mm -hmm. eboga is spelled I B as in boy O G A. So ebogawellness.com. They're free to email me at Levi L E V I at ebogawellness.com. And yeah, we have a lot of information on our site. You know, if you, do send an email in. I would be the person that uh, would be responding to you. And so, yeah, if you're curious about Iboga and uh, feel that call, absolutely get get in touch. You know, there definitely, certainly, we really want people here that want to be here and really feel the call. So no yeah. pressure whatsoever if you call just trying to get some more info on it. Yeah, cool. Or if they want to uh, remember how to uh, put it in, type it, they can say it like me, Iboga. <laughs> there you go that's it yep <laughs> thank you so much for your time today Levi and for reaching out it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast and learn a bit more about this different type of plant medicine that I haven't really experienced as a western herbalist yeah I would, I would say I forgot to mention one thing because yeah. um, we get we do get a lot of Australians here oh there you go yeah and so you know it's about the longest trip that, that yeah. they can take to, to get over here but they they certainly come but I've been trying to figure out what it is, but for some reason, Australians that come have very, very deep experiences with this medicine. So I'm not, I haven't quite put my finger on it, but we probably get, you know, seven or eight Australian people a year, which is quite a bit considering, you know, our retreats are only seven people total. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so we love having Australians here. Just uh, if I look back on some of the most successful, um, you know, stories we've had here, a lot of those have been Australians, and so Australians yeah. really connect with the medicine on a yeah. on a deep level. I think that we're a really open um, kind of people, and we're a very easygoing kind of people. And often I find that um, generally, like Australians are willing to give anything a go. Um, so if you're really open to a different type of medicine, even though we have a very medical model here in Australia, there's like even just where I live in a very small city outside of the main cities, I mean, we've got over 100 naturopaths practicing. So wow. Yeah, we're like we're a big regional city, but it's not Sydney and it's not Melbourne. Like, you know, we're two hours from Sydney. So it's just amazing that, um, yeah, Australians generally are quite open to alternative medicine Um and yeah, easygoing in general. So maybe that's maybe that's why we have that good response. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're all a, a, a pleasure to to yeah. have here. That's for sure. But that that makes a a, a lot of sense, you know, because you do, you know, when as powerful as Iboga is, it's not going to change your will. So if you're open, coming yeah. in, ready yeah. for change, like it'll it'll get the job done. So that's. Very interesting. Thanks for that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time again, Levi, and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah, thank you very much. 
If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mal and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia, and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on The Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.